0: Hi, hello. Welcome to another episode of Now and Then. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. How's it going? Um, let's see. Let's see. Are uh, there any updates between this episode and last? No, not really. Um, you know, we're going to get back into work. Had a nice little sabbatical. Um, but yeah, um, we're just chilling, we're just drinking today, low-key, just like it has been, um, but I wanted to get some more news out, you know, round it all out like we like to do, um, so yeah, let's just get into it, um, there was, um, some, a fire, another fire, unfortunately, a winter wildfire, which is, you know, obviously rare, I, I never really heard too much about that. Um, you know, I, you can kind of say a little bit of global warming's involved, but we'll maybe get to that. Um, but essentially, um, there was a big wildfire in Colorado. Um, a thousand homes were destroyed. Um, no losses of life reported yet, but three people are missing. Um, I had, uh, you know, heard about this, you know, through the news and whatnot, but, uh, one of my friends, um, who lives in Denver um they had told me about this and i was like oh shit like you know that's so crazy you know because i mean you know we've been covering wildfires a lot you know on the pod so hearing about it just randomly in a december you know day was just surprising and then you know seeing their story you know showing like you know some of the rubble, you know post fire it's just weird to see all the snow over everything um so, you know, definitely thoughts and prayers, you know, go out to the families, people involved. Hopefully they do totally find the three people who are missing. Um, you know, that's a lot. I mean, it's it's crazy to go from having your life and everything set up and, um, you know, having nothing like just like that. And these fires move really quick. I heard that, like, pretty much it was one of the things where not even the news itself was even, like really able to keep up with it. Like, you know, neighborhoods were already on fire by the time people were like, oh, my God, there's a fire so, um I think um, the start of the fire, I think, was a down power line um but you know, speaking of global warming, there wasn't a lot of rain going into the winter um so you know, with just the dry arid temperature, or not so much the temperature it was cold, but like with the dry aridness, um you know, a spark anywhere, even if it's cold, can still start a fire, so things definitely i you know got it out of hand, and that's no good um you know, but like I said, thoughts and prayers go out to my my friend, her family, also the other families involved. Um, yeah, shit sucks. Um, this was a new thing that popped out. I want to say today. Um, this is fresh. <laughs> uh, got this from Yahoo News, but it, it, it's definitely spreading around and around. Uh, but uh, Twitter permanently bans Major Ta- Ma- majory. Sorry, I'm getting her name wrong. Uh, bands Majorie Taylor Green's personal account. So this, let's see. I don't know. Um, let's see. Da, 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 bear with me. Um, Taylor Green. Sorry, I had to do a little quick Google there. Um, yes, yeah, she's Georgia's uh, Republican representative. Um, but essentially yeah she got banned from twitter the old donald trump uh experience but i mean i think it was something that you can either expect or not expect um i mean obviously like i said with you know donald trump this happened around a year ago um you know he was popping out the mouth like every day talking shit you either loved or you hated it um but eventually i think what was it around you know january 6th that was it that was the cutoff like it's like You are officially, you know, doing terror. You're inspiring terror. Like, it doesn't matter who you are. Like, this is too far on our platform. So Twitter acting up again and clapping up again. I mean, hey, I love to see it personally. Um, Her tweets are really crazy. And, I mean, and really this is centered around um, violations against COVID-19 misinformation. So it's one of those things where she's been constantly out of pocket saying, hey, like, COVID-19 isn't dangerous if you're under the age of 65 and you're not obese, if, if, if you're, if you're, if you're 63 and you're not fat, you're okay. Don't worry. You can catch a little COVID. It's like the cold, you know, it's whatever. Like, no dude, it's like influenza. It's like, it's like the Spanish flu actually. But, um, so essentially, you know, I think this is what there was our fifth strike and they just said, no, you're done. You're cut. Now, at the same time, her, um, Twitter in terms of like her Congresswoman Twitter, Congressperson Twitter. Um, her Twitter for, um, you know, being a representative, um, a House representative um, in Georgia. That's still available. So she can still use that. Um, I'll definitely keep you posted if she decides to maybe pop off on that one. Um, who knows? I mean, and Taylor Green is the type of person, she really does ride the wave. Like, I'm I'm me personally, this is speculative, you know. I do think though she's a person who is vaccinated, who um isn't so much of like a monster as she will actually portray on her socials, but it's just kind of like the Candace Owens. It's just kind of like any of the politicians that are on the right, they saw exactly what Donald Trump was doing. They were kind of already moving in that wave, that beat, and it just was vindication, like him becoming president. So it's not a surprise to see these kind of tactics um and it's like um getting banned is kind of like getting that like parental advisory sticker put on your album like so that's kind of the bittersweet part like good that you don't have to like see a tweet on your you know your timeline or whatever or you don't have to hear about it but at the same time like this gives this person more exposure you know it's like uh, was it lauren bobert she's on the same fucking track so you know, it, it's good to see these people get clapped up, but it's also kind of annoying, too, because, you know, it's just going to give them that, like, rock star-like effect, um, only with nerdy-ass, lame-ass politics. Um, but I wanted to also get into a couple of international issues. Uh, one in Hong Kong. Uh, essentially, uh, it, well, I'll start off with the title. Got this from The Insider. Uh, pop star Denise Ho and at least five pro-democracy journalists were arrested in Hong Kong's continued crackdown on opposition. So essentially, this was a big shutdown. They seized a bunch of computers and material, um, as well as arrested up to seven people, um, essentially just trying to stop this whole journalist outlet from doing what they do. Um, apparently, Hong Kong is going through a transition. Um, I mean, this has been a longstanding thing um but um with when britain like relinquished control they wanted to kind of have hong kong still be diplomat or to di- be democratic so you know even though you're in this communist you know place like you're still going to have this beacon and it's going to work out and be just fine and it wasn't supposed to be messed with but i mean over time subtly massively there's been this overhaul and crackdown on democratic rights um so i mean it's one of those things where people are going to look at this instance in the situation and say wow you know another example of chinese censorship and it's like yeah totally i i totally agree with that but i mean america and other countries have their own ways of doing this kind of shit it's just china is very upfront and in your face about it um you know that being said i don't support it i think that the stand news outlet you know isn't doing anything wrong they're merely posting stories they're merely talking about issues that are real um it, it just sucks when you are in a situation where literally the government that you live in is like well we don't want you to do that and we're not going to let you so um i mean essentially they're being um arrested for like let's see conspiracy to publish the material um, which is a classic banger line um whenever you're trying to get a little authoritative and say hey we are just gonna stop you <laughs> we just don't like what you're doing um so that's really fucked up um i think something that did kind of give this more exposure though is the fact that um denise ho which is a cantonese pop star um she was a i believe a lead or or something uh in the stand outlet um like publishing so her getting arrested because of her involvement kind of gave it even more publicity more exposure um so that's one story i wanted to cover kind of put out a little light um and this is also something too that i not just got from the insider but also like uh bbc news um you know i love talking about them because it does kind of expand my horizon um i think definitely and also um another thing i want to mention is al jazeera i don't i don't think they have a podcast if they do please let me know um, but, um, I do love seeing news from that perspective. Cause it's just, once again, like, I feel like that's the most non-white perspective I've ever gotten news from. And I love that. I'm going to smoke to that bit actually. Before I continue. Well, oh, I got a burp coming. <sighs> oh, there it is. I was really hoping I wasn't going to have to like pause and edit that out or whatever. Mm, mm, you got that. That was live. And now Vietnam, um, also a similar crackdown issue. Um, journalist by the name of Lee Trong Hung uh, was arrested and sentenced to five years um, for, um, what is it? Let's see. Article 117 of Vietnam's penal code, which criminalizes making, storing, distributing or disseminating information documents and other materials opposing the socialist republic of vietnam um and then he was also sentenced to an additional five years of probation on the completion of his trial um now i'm not sure if he's going to be able to do that at home i know sometimes they do this shit especially with covid lately they do like a sort of house arrest um in these situations especially because it kind of makes it a little bit light in terms of like the pr kind of uh sting Um, if I find out, I'll definitely try to update that. Um, but essentially, they're trying to say, Yeah, you were giving out seditious material. But the way that I've interpreted this, and I did get this from the Reporters Without Borders, um, RSF, um, but essentially, they kind of do a little bit of editorializing, but at the same time. I did also get this from the BBC and the way that they kind of describe what Lee Trong Hung was doing was essentially he was a journalist and he also was helping out people in his local community in Hanoi. And he was giving out material saying, Hey, like if you are getting your, like your house rights are being infringed upon, like here's exactly what the constitution is. This is exactly what our constitution is saying. Like, here's what you need to do to fight this. Like, it's the same kind of thing that you could do if you were going to Google, like, as a normal American and figure out how to, like, work out escrow and, like, deal with your shitty-ass landlord type beat. And essentially, this, in terms of whatever else he was talking about or publishing, were like, oh, that's fucking fucked up. And the government said, kibosh, and they stopped it. Um, so, I mean, obviously, to me, that's fucked up. Is fucked up that he has to do literally five years of actual jail time, like being cooped up, whatever, however they're going to deal it. And then plus another five years. So, I mean, of probation. So, I mean, it's, it's fucking silly. Silly as fuck. Um, and um, hopefully with exposure of this, um, you know, the situation, hopefully they do something about it. I know that there has been other situations with, you know, Bigger figures in terms of like the Myanmar situation, I think, like seeing that unfold where it's like people actually talking about it, spreading it, and then all of a sudden there is a backlash and they go, Okay, we'll, 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 we'll trim that down. So I don't know. I mean, it's definitely fucked up. Um, I know this is definitely a shorter episode, but we are on our last beat. Um, so let me uh catch back up with my little smoke and drink. Um, and actually, uh, this is gonna go out. Um, i missed uh, I missed one and I'm sorry about that. I know there's been a lot of uh, you know loss of life in 2021 um, you know we are in 2022 but um I wanted to you know pour one up smoke one out for um, my man john Madden um, lost at uh, 85 years old. Um, I know you guys know I'm not much of a footballer. I'm not much of a shot caller, but I did love me some Madden growing up. Um, that was kind of like my experience with my um, my uncle. As we played Madden, he'd kick my fucking ass. Um, and then also I'd grow back. I, I'd grow up and, you know, in my teenage years, um, I'd like rent it and play it. And then like there'd be a couple of church functions where like we play little like pickup tournaments and like I'm like okay, I'm not good at this game, I'm not good at my execution, but I'll like do the play calling. And so I'd like, you know, do the little this, do a little run, do a little shotgun, you know. So it was a cool way to get into football. And John Madden made that a palatable experience. And I feel like, um, I don't know, I feel like that was just his life. I feel like he was a man about football um you know he played it and then when he couldn't play it anymore he coached it and then from there on out he then became like almost a zeitgeist for the game so you know the football you know world will miss him the world will miss him um i'm sure the next man is gonna be fuego um i was making a joke like it definitely gotta have his face or something on it like you gotta get another cover for him for sure um but yeah um a little short episode kind of just the news just the beats um but yeah um back to the shilling uh we got a patreon that's now and then podcast patreon.com uh shoot us five bucks or more um and we'll shout you out we'll say your name we'll talk about whatever you would like us to talk about um we'll essentially kind of give you the floor um what else we got we also have um a instagram that's now and then podcast gang. That's right. That's right. That's right. Um, and then um, we have a. What else we have? We have a Twitter. That's now underscore Brad. We have a Facebook. That's now Brad. Um, that's where you can, you know, gab with us, talk with us. Also, if you want to shoot us an email, that's now and then podcast gang at gmail.com. Um, by all means, just hit us up on there. Gabby Gabby with us. Um, and also, oh, um, in terms of Spotify, in terms of Apple Podcast, by all means, um, give us a review, five stars. Um, also, I know with uh, Spotify, you can follow us. So by all means, hit that follow button, hit that bell so you can keep up with all the Joneses. When we drop an episode, you'll be the first to know, you know? Um, so yeah, that's about it. You know, we're in 2022, baby. It's a new year. Same us. Just more episodes um by all means once again we really appreciate any and all feedback. It's great to talk to you guys great to communicate um you guys have a good one. We will vibrate and I hope you guys vibrate higher with us and um love you very much. bye bye.